Welcome into Bearcat Rewind, episode number 68 of the podcast coming to you today. And we have a fun one as we are talking Northwest Missouri State Volleyball with senior Morgan Lewis. Now, Morgan and the Bearcats completed the spring season just last weekend with a 14-3 record. And through the course of a season that was originally canceled from the fall, picked back up in the spring, the Bearcats are ducking and dodging to get around COVID-19. Northwest found a way to come away with some pretty big victories. You think about taking two against Central Missouri, two of three against Washburn, and earning their first win over Nebraska Kearney since 1990. Now, Lewis, who's joining us today, played a big role in lifting the Bearcats to a new level throughout her career. The Bearcats were 17-15 and 15 when she was a freshman, and they combined 57-20 and 20 over the last three years, including this pandemic-shortened season. The Overland Park, Kansas native has been an MIAA scholar athlete on the academic honor roll. And she was a second team all-conference player in 2019, and she finished her senior year on the MIAA spring all-tournament team. A Bearcat Rewind is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information is on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu alumni. And also Clorinda Regional Health Center, offering support to Southwest Iowa and Northwest Missouri each day during times of uncertainty through local team of providers and nurses. More information is at ClorindaHealth.com. Today's conversation with Morgan Lewis highlights an unconventional year, but one that helped the Bearcats take a step closer to where this program ultimately wants to go. The intensity that comes out in practice and in games from Morgan that may or may not make her probably one of the better trash talkers in the MIAA and what's next for her as she wraps up her time at Northwest Missouri State University. Without further ado, Bearcat senior Morgan Lewis. We're joined now by Morgan Lewis, a senior on that Bearcat volleyball team. Morgan, appreciate coming on and chatting with us. And as we, we wrap up this Northwest Missouri State uh, slate of games on the volleyball side, typically if we're talking about this, it's you know November going into December, and if you see snow on the ground, it's kind of expected, I guess. But here we are talking at the end of a spring season. It is April 20th as we record this here today, and we've got a nice coat of snow on the ground here in Maryville. So I guess more the more things change, the more they stay the same, right? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It is, it is. Uh, as we wrap things up and we, we look back at everything that's transpired over the last 12 months from you know COVID-19 ratcheting up and we're seeing all sorts of things um, just being lost from that 2020 spring season to not being sure if we would see Northwest Missouri State Volleyball at all this year, then the season shortened and so much going on, your team still finds a way to, to churn out some of the best volleyball played in the country uh, throughout this spring season. How do you put into words kind of the ups and downs that we've seen from the last 12 months? Um, it's kind of hard to really describe the whole situation. I mean, I'm just so grateful for the coaching staff and the girls, um, and just really the whole Northwest administration for giving us the chance to even have a turn to play, even in the spring, even if it wasn't exactly what we wanted. It was still great to have like an opportunity to finish out my college career and just to showcase like what we've been doing all fall. Um, this is probably the best team that I've ever seen here at Northwest, and I'm so proud of them. Was there a point whenever you realized that the fall season is completely wiped that it's going through your mind a little bit to where, man, we might not have anything at all this year. And my senior year for Northwest Volleyball is going to end without a match at all. Did a little bit of that anxiety pop up as we kind of went throughout late last year? Yeah, I would say when they first announced we weren't having a fall, um, 
I was a little devastated, but as like we got things going, the coaches really just kept us positive, kept us believing that like there was a chance. Um, and even if I never got to play another match again, like I knew that any time I could do to work hard or to just better the team before I left was definitely worth any efforts I put in. In a shortened season, but still a, a great season for Northwest, going 14-3 and throughout the regular season and then into the MIAA tournament. But how constricting was it as a student athlete? It's supposed to be your senior year and, and getting out and kind of having fun before heading into uh, the dreaded adulthood officially. But all of a sudden, you're trying to stay healthy and, and avoid COVID-19, and so you have to stay indoors a little bit more and avoid certain settings while also going through the grind of, of practice and weights and all of that, was it a little bit constricting kind of going through that and not being able to just have a, a typical year of what you planned on to wrap things up in Maryville? Uh, it was definitely challenging. Um, I'd really gone through my whole college career expecting my senior spring to not have any volleyball at all. And so it was a quite a shock, I would say, to realize, oh, I'm going to be playing up until I graduate. Um and there were challenges with staying healthy and just being as safe as we can, cautious we can to really just continue our season to its fullest potential. But um, I would say nothing more for me than everyone else. I, I think we all really made sacrifices to do everything we could for this, se this season. And um, it was really cool to see everyone stepping up and just being so selfless for each other. Now, as wrapping things up in Maryville, you know, obviously – big things ahead for you heading into PT school and, and you kind of have your sights set on that down the road. But with the way things panned out, there was that opportunity to come back for potentially another year of volleyball. When did you make that decision to say, you know what, this is going to be my final year in a Bearcat uniform? Um, I kind of knew through the summer, my thoughts were on um, grad school more so, but I'd always had it in my back pocket that, hey, if I don't make it in or, hey, if things just don't go as well as I want, I can always come back. I can get a master's. I can get a minor. But um, I was applying through the fall, and I ended up getting accepted into places. And that just kind of solidified that my life was ready to move on. And as much as I wanted to stay and play a fifth year, um, it just wasn't in the cards for me. Whenever you combine that the, the COVID protocols with the fact of knowing, like, all right, this is going to be it. It's a spring season. It's different, but I'm going to wrap things up. Does that lead you to soak up every moment in every match just a little bit more? I think a senior year, regardless, you kind of think about the finality of things at times throughout. But with everything that's gone on, it probably becomes a little bit more meaningful knowing just the fact that you're getting a chance to go out there and, and play day in and day out. Yeah, I I really soaked up every minute of it, of it as I could. Our last time game against Carney, I got in the locker room like probably a good 30 minutes to an hour early just to sit there and soak it in. Um, I love playing here. I love playing in Bearcat Arena, um, and I'm going to miss it. But it has really been truly a great experience. You mentioned that that final regular season match against Carney, and, and you come out, and Coach Worth had talked about how big that was. Just to just come out and take a set get some confidence and, and, and win a set and just see where it goes from there. And then you just kind of come out and blow the doors off of Nebraska Kearney, the first win over UNK since 1990, and just do it in such dominant fashion. How sweet was that to kind of take that weight off the program's shoulders? <laughs> um, I had mentioned this another time, but 
I, walking into that game, knew that at the end of it, I was going to cry, win or lose. And I'm so glad that it ended up being happy tears. Um, that was truly the best thing I've ever been a part of. Um, I've never played at fullest potential like they did that night. It was truly, truly a sight to see. And I've watched that game film way too many times. Um, but it was incredible. The feeling was just euphoria. Um to not only take a set and to beat them, but to sweep them completely was truly one of the highlights of my life. You know, through the first couple sets of that match, occasionally, you know, the teams fired up and you had to keep that high energy, but Coach Worth was trying to stay very even keel. She said at some point she thinks that she might have hurt her shoulder once everything was, was over because she gave a big fist pump. What was she like on the court in the locker room afterward after getting that win? Um... It was, it was, I like can't even describe the feeling. Um, I mean, I, I was out at the end of the game and so I was sitting on the bench and she just immediately came over and hugged me. Um, like we've just, it's such a happy feeling. Um, and I knew that that was something that she's wanted to do for so long. And so for us to be able to go out there and to like make her proud and to accomplish her goal too was awesome. Was it easy to feel the magnitude of that within the scope of knowing there's there's a tournament and there's still something on the table the following weekend, but you kind of described it's it was big. You knew there was going to be tears for you regardless, your final time there uh, playing in Bearcat Arena, but the magnitude of it, it kind of hit you once it ended? I think it, it might have hit me in the middle of the second set. Because after the first set, I was like, okay, well, we, we've taken a set off them before. Like, who knows what will happen? But in the middle of the second set, I I just kind of looked at my teammate, Jaden Ferguson, and I was like, we're going to do this. Like, we're actually going to beat Carney right now. And just knowing that, like, I felt like everyone on the team had that just belief that, like, hey, we are literally going out here and we're going to beat Nebraska Carney. And – and I felt like it didn't even take us until the third set to really know that. We walked out there with determination and, like, we're going to do everything we can. But then at the middle of the second set, I feel like we just knew. We just knew that it was game over. There was nothing they could do that would stop us. And we, we talk so much about, obviously, the, the physical part of, of sports and, and how huge that is of being in shape, being ready, all of that. But the mental aspect of it, that's a team that's obviously very good. They came in with some swagger as well coming into that match. While Northwest was kind of feeling that confidence of we're going to win this regardless of whatever they're going to try to do, we're going to impose our will. Did you kind of see on the other side of the net that they were kind of having it set in with that second set as well of like, I don't think we're going to be able to beat the Bearcats tonight. <laughs> um, there was definitely a point. It was more near the end of the third set that I think I looked at the net and I could just see that they they knew it was over. There was nothing they could do. I think it was the last point. Kelsey had a phenomenal tool, and they just kind of let it fall because they were like, it's over. They knew that there was nothing they could do, and they're a phenomenal team. They're super um, even, even-keeled, even I'd say. They're very um, consistent. And for us to be able to break a team that consistent, even for just a set or two, was amazing. We look back 2018 and 2019, the first back-to-back 20-win -back seasons for Northwest since the late 90s, and this would have been a 21 team as well had it been a normal season as the Bearcats finish up 14-3 and this spring. But is there a point in your career 
that you could tell that you were a part of a special movement within the program to where Northwest was pushing to become an elite program in, in NCAA Division II volleyball? Um, I don't know if there was a specific moment. I feel like every game we played, every practice we had, I could just feel the atmosphere. We had some phenomenal leaders my first two years, um, which then I transitioned into that role more so with a couple other people at my second two years. Um, but I always just had this like feeling. There was always an aura on the court that like, this isn't, we're not here to mess around. We're here to get it done. And I think one of the things that really solidified it for me um, was at the end of my junior year when we beat Mo West in the first round of the tournament, like our, it's like our efforts had finally paid off. It was like all those years of working hard and just never giving up had like finally shown some more results. And to reach that level, you have to come out and practice with that same intensity that you play with to be able to duplicate it night in, night out. Coach Worth has mentioned that you might have a little bit of fire of your own. Maybe even in practice, there's some trash talking across the net that kind of bleeds over into matches as well. Uh, <laughs> is, is any of that true at all? Um, sometimes I get a little competitive. Um, <laughs> I think one of the things that's really driven me is always the the opponent across the net, even if it's my own teammates. Um, I love them with my whole heart, but when they're across the net, they're not my teammates until we're back together again. Um, so, you know, sometimes it gets a little intense, but at the end of the day, we're all, we're all on a team. So um, it's just fun. It's so fun and it gets everyone going and I love it. Is there a teammate within practice that you will chirp at across the net? We'll give it right back. Just the same. Oh, Sophie McMullen immediately <laughs> he's just as competitive as i am so coach worth also talked about you in the classroom of course you're an miaa scholar athlete and academic honor roll throughout your career but uh accepted into all four pt schools that you applied for how do you balance practice weights matches plus an entire course load as a full-time student um i think it's it's hard for me to answer that because i feel like it's just something i've always been used to um up until high school, I'd always played every single sport I could. Um, and so I was just constantly busy. And so when I came to college, I was just so used to the routine of class practice library, class practice library. And so I've just gotten so used to that, that um, it's just become kind of a part of who I am. And like, I've always come into college saying grades first, grades first. My degree has to come first because I've never really pictured myself playing professional volleyball. I've always pictured myself going on to a grad school or onto a job. And so um, even after a hard practice, I always knew like, hey, grades have to come first. You have to go get your homework done. Um, and so time management has just always been something that I've kept in the back of my head throughout everything. And so what is the next step for you as you get ready for grad school and beyond? Um, have you picked a school to attend? Uh, yeah, I start at KU Medical Center on June 1st. Obviously, you come to college to, to get that next step and to head to a, a career beyond just Northwest Missouri State. Uh, is the excitement kind of there of you're right around the corner, like just a little bit more school and you're going to finally be done forever? Um, yes and no. I, I've always been kind of a nerd. I've always loved school. Um, and so there is a little bit of that unknown factor. That's a little scary of when school's done now, what I just work forever, but I know that I've picked a career path that I'm always learning and, and I love what I'm planning on doing. Um, I'm so excited to 
start like a new challenge at KU Med because I've always been a student athlete and now I'm going into, well, you can't really be a student athlete and be in PT school. So it's a whole new set of um, standards and expectations that I have to set for myself. And I'm really excited to see how I've um, balanced that out. And kind of an extension of it too, of a chance to help out a lot of people, but also kind of be connected to, to other student athletes, whether it's high school, college or, or whatever, as they kind of go through and, um, need some help, need some rehab as they go through their own injuries of kind of still being connected in a way. Yeah, I, I've always loved the idea of still being connected in sports, um, whether through physical therapy or anything else. Um, it's been a part of my life for so long that I know it's never going anywhere. All right, I've got just a few more quick ones for you, then I'll, I'll let you go. Morgan, I appreciate your time here this morning. Um, Throughout your career, throughout going on all these road trips around the MIAA and other schools around the region, is there one particular place that uh, Northwest Missouri State Volleyball, if they're going to a, a post-game bus stop, that they're going to go somewhere and eat, that there is one destination that everybody's always going to agree on? Hmm. Um, I can't say everyone always agrees, but one of the places that I know me and a lot of my teammates love is Cracker Barrel. We love the comfort <laughs> food, the blueberry pancakes. Um, I remember we went there in Missouri Southern one time and it was, it was so fun. <laughs> kind of an old soul of a team, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. All right. Uh, what, what's, uh, what's the pregame hype, hype song for Morgan Lewis? What gets you going? Oh, that's kind of hard. I would say one of my more recent favorites is called Daywalker by Machine Gun Kelly and Corpse, um, who is one of my favorite YouTubers. Again, I'm such a nerd. Um, <laughs> either that or we played the song Hoochie Mama a lot in the locker room, which is so fun. <laughs> I don't want to make myself sound old, but I don't know either of those songs. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll look them up later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last one for you. And, and this doesn't have to be like a very traditional cookie cutter answer of, you know, of Northwest Missouri state, but what would you say is the most underrated part of Northwest? And this, it could be like something very serious of like professors are great, which they are, or if there's something completely off the wall, but is there something about Northwest you didn't expect, but has turned out to be pretty great, whether it's the cafeteria or, or something kind of crazy. <laughs> Well, I know my teammate Hallie loves the union, but it's never been my best cup of tea. Um, <laughs> but I I would just say, I mean, I I love to shout him out. My advisor, Dr. Campbell, um, I never really expected an advisor to really actually help me through classes. Um, seeing my friends and siblings go through it, advisors just kind of were like, okay, yeah, that looks good, whatever. But he he's been talking to me about going to PT school since my freshman year, about getting shadowing experiences, what classes I should take, what extra classes I should add, how I should plan my schedule. Um, I would just say that he does such a phenomenal job. And like all the professors and administrators that I have come into contact have only ever like talked to me and like been a part of my life for my benefit. I've never felt like anyone's put me down or told me I can't do something or just brushed me off. I feel like they've all, everyone has been on my side. And that's something that <laughs> is just so, it's just nice to know that you've got people backing you up. There is such a great attention to detail for folks trying to help you out with around Northwest from 
you know, from the administrators, professors, all the, all the way down to the custodial staff here. I'm sure you came to Northwest expecting a good experience and all that, but it does go a little bit beyond kind of what a senior in high school might expect when they get here. Of like, oh wow, they you aren't just a number, as they say, but it's it's kind of one of those things where they do actually genuinely care for you. Yeah, it's been really really nice. Well, Morgan, we, we appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, congratulations on a phenomenal volleyball career here at Northwest Missouri State and helping the Bearcats kind of reach that next level and. Uh, looking forward to big things as you head off to uh, KU and PT school. Thank you so much. Thanks once again to Morgan Lewis for joining us here on Bearcat Rewind, a leader on that Northwest Missouri State volleyball team. She has a bright future ahead of her as she takes that next step toward her career. In case you missed it, other episodes of Bearcat Rewind in recent months have included Northwest Missouri State Assistant AD Kirsten Orton, former Bearcat basketball players Jesse Shaw and Joey Wittes. We've heard from Lori Hopkins, Zach Schneider, Mike Racy, and many, many more. So check out those archived episodes of Bearcat Rewind. Thanks to Northwest Missouri State Professor Alex Kurt for producing our intro and outro music, and thank you for listening to Bearcat Rewind. Please subscribe, rate, review, and tell your friends about the podcast. I'm Matt Tritton. We will talk to you again next time.